0: Plushcare.com/slash/weight-loss.
1: Hello, and welcome along to the Wise Men's Here podcast. I've done everybody a favor and managed to get rid of Gareth for the week. He's uh, sunning it up in Portugal. So Rory again two out of three weeks has been promoted to the right side of the yeah, studio the,
2: the, the big boy side of the, the desk big side, well, the big boy side where
1: you can see all the fancy, yeah. the fancy audio the and, sound waves and everything and, and all see that.
2: adverts for Dalton Park's extended opening it's on the whoa, whoa, screen unless the pianos don't, don't let us <laughs> not be doing that let's be honest we're oh, getting, getting new stuff there it's going to be class okay. we, want, we want to get on board with it. We want to be early adopters but you want commission from Dalton Park for this uh no nah, but if some like free Matty Days vouchers would be alright. Yeah if you're listening Or anybody, Levi's I've got any, Levi's out there. Anybody
1: from around Merton way who can put a right. word in for us. We're joined in the studio today by Gavin Henderson from Rock Report. Second time in the couple weeks, Gavin. First yeah. time we've met officially. Yes. How are you doing? All right? Not bad. Not can bad you do at work. All. Des, des- despite RTR. Not bad despite the weekend's shenanigans.
3: Yeah. Um it's, it's when you're reflecting on it it's not so bad because Really? Nah <laughs> because we only got beat one nil. Mm, <laughs> it could've been a lot worse. I do feel that. I feel it was a it didn't feel like a one nil defeat, it felt like three or four that full time. I thought we'd been kicked all over the place. was um, um, go on, sorry. You know, and, and on reflection, it could have been a lot worse. We've still got two decent home games coming up. Um I don't know. I probably would've I probably would have accepted a minor defeat.
2: A defeat with a bit of spirit, yeah. a, de- a defeat with something to show for it where you're not thinking, if it wasn't for the goalkeeper... Well, it looks where, like you've got a plan yeah. apart from defend Yeah, exactly.
1: Stick, stick 10 or 11 men behind the ball. We're also joined by Tom Lynn. First time in a while, Tom, you've been in?
4: Yes. Uh, First
1: yeah. of the season, surely, anyway.
4: Yeah, it would be nice to come in and do one of these podcasts <laughs> when we've uh, won a couple of games. Well, I always think the you support, Tom, <laughs> if you <have laughs> <doing> that. <laughs> true, Let's, true. Positives, can you say any, Tom? Um, if, we, if we look at it yesterday I thought that uh, Dong's debut wasn't too bad I thought Pickford played really well um, Manquillo actually played better at left back than he has done at right back which apparently is his natural position um, but generally I think the, the system we played which was basically has already been hinted at everybody behind the ball and attack you know when we can just doesn't work because you're just inviting the opposition onto you all the time and the law of average dictates that you're going to lose the game and we did, although ironically, it was decided by um, a, a pretty bad miss by Pinar, and then obviously uh, Pappy's air kick, um, which was a pretty pathetic way to, to concede a goal after Pickford had done so well for us. And nobody wants to say anything that um, vindicates Gareth, let's be honest. Oh, no, no, that's
1: criticising pretty Criticising Gilla the whole time, but he was the one who gave the rallying call as well before the game, wasn't he, to, for players to... Keep the concentration.
2: Demanded focus. Demanded focus, that was it.
3: Did you see when he belted the ball off himself and then laughed his head
2: off? (laughs) Do you know what I mean? The only reason that's worth having him in the team is for stupidity. Comedy. Like, if if we're going to be... Right, if someone said to me now, you're going to be crap all season and it's going to be another 15-point season, then I'd say, oh, well, have him in the team so I've got something to (laughs) kind of be entertained by every week. But at the minute, you're just looking at him and you're thinking, nothing more really than like a clown like and that's <laughs> horrible to say but like it's it's like Gareth like again like we're vindicating him and that's really annoying <laughs> but he's just he doesn't do basic things right people are saying that thing about he needs to be but schooled Gareth
1: but... likes to throw the age thing in, in which I, I guess is relevant because you're saying you wouldn't afford as much time for him as you would for a young kid but Regardless of your age, if you've only played one minute, well, he hasn't even played a minute of Premier League football. He played in the Cup, didn't he, for Chelsea?
2: So you still need to give people a little, little bit Cornier, of a chance. The difference between them, two, he, he took the Premier League mm. straight away. Like looked like he'd been playing there his whole life. I'm not saying
4: I expect him to be as good as is, but
1: would anybody have started John O'Shea?
4: Yes, I would have started O'Shea. I think he's a decent professional. Um, I don't think he's ever really let us down. Yes, he's had the odd moments where he's been a bit shaky, but I think in. Uh, in general terms, whichever centre backs played alongside O'Shea's tend to thrive as well. I mean, it was a shame that you know. It's more this... the
1: experience and, and, and just the, the communication that he would offer with that back foot at the moment. Uh,
4: uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I, see, I think he's a good professional. To be honest, he's a, he's a type of person I would like to see the club uh, try and keep in the long term when he's playing careers over because I think he'd be, you know, he'd be good to have around. Um, I got the impression that maybe the Spurs game. Moys was sort of set to the the back four um, who played against Everton obviously the Van Arnhold thing came in generally he probably said I'm going to give you one more chance um, and I don't think Pappy's done himself any favours at the moment He's, he just looked caught all over the place It's and interesting
1: he, isn't it that, we, Garth, that we're we looking at all share season after season millions upon millions upon millions being spent on players and yet we're at the stage where we're saying all. will be back next week we could do with Seb last in the team. I probably would have played John O'Shea. <laughs> mm-hmm. Players who have been here for years and years and gone through relegation, battle after
3: relegation, battle after relegation, battle. How have we not moved on from this? It's not only that as well. Like I'm kind of pining for Victor and Hichiby to be fit because <laughs> yesterday we just had no outlet no, at no. all. And it, and it, it's at that stage. I thought, I thought obviously in May, we'd be a lot better off than we are now. We're not. That's the fact of the matter. Um but going forward now, we've got to find a way of playing which suits us. And that—that that what I saw yesterday. To be honest, every game of football I've seen us play under Moyes. I haven't seen a pattern. I haven't seen a style. Um, there's nothing resembling an more, identity, is nothing. there? nothing. And I think if the plan going forward is to defend deep and hoof it forward, then you, you can't expect Jermaine Defoe to thrive in that Id- environment. You know what I mean?
2: I think there's nothing wrong with defending, though. When I when I saw the, the starting lineup, I think most of us would agree we were quite happy with that. Because like, after the Everton game... Most of us thinking, right, let's get back to being hard to beat. We've got quite a lot of defensive-minded players with Catamore back in there. Hopefully midfield's going to have some organisation. So, But let's try and counter-attack a little bit as well. Players like yanazai and Defoe, you can do that. There was just there was no attacking intent there, though, as well. No. And the defending wasn't great either, because, as we've already said, Pickford Pickford kept that a respectable scoreline. How,
3: how frustrated did Defoe look? Every time oh, the yeah. ball came near him, you know what I mean? It, was, it wasn't getting up to him because... It didn't seem like there was a plan after defending. It felt as though, right, you're going to sit deep, you're going to try and win the ball, and then after that, it's whatever happens. It's almost a little bit
1: like what it was like, and I said this last week, but Sunday's game has only sort of reinforced the view that a little bit like when Martin O'Neill was here, if you remember the season he, he got sacked, we actually started quite well, didn't we? But we had none of the ball. We sat back, we created four chances a game and Fletcher was putting two of them away, mm-hmm. that was the difference, at the moment we created well, one chance on, on, mm-hmm. on Sunday although it was a good chance, but that's what it reminds me of Tom yeah.
4: I, mean, I think often people in professional football don't like the, the likes of ourselves who don't have a youth a U4A coaching badge um, expressing our opinion but you don't have to be a genius, you just need to have a general knowledge of football to see that the system we're using doesn't work like I said, you know, Defoe was just totally exposed. He did actually look a bit hacked off. Um, going by his body language and facial expressions, it was just like frustration. There, it's understandable. I just think generally as a team, every, everything we do just evaporates in the last third of the pitch, apart from you know the odd occasion where we might get through. Like obviously we did yesterday when Pay you know, maybe should have scored, but you you just can't you can't be playing that system week in week out. Um, and I know Moyes does have a reputation from you know building from the back and making these teams heart to beat and all the rest of it, but. You know the other thing that's already been said as well is just the, the the team seems to be chopped and changed, not not just in playing style but like in personnel as well. And yeah. it, it's he needs he needs really to get his head around what he thinks is his best starting eleven, what sort of formation he wants to set us up and, and have a go. But you kind of just be relying on on Defoe, yeah. and I, I agree that you know the sooner Chevy comes in, the better. But you've still got to go back to the last day of the transfer window. It, it's staggering that a, a Premiership club. Of, S- of Sunderland's stature, can't sign a striker from somewhere, wherever it may be. Particularly with all this money that's coming into the, the Premier League this season, and I know that we've got a pretty alleged high debt, etc. But the only way that is ever going to get paid off in the long term is by, you know, showing a little bit of ambition. And bringing in players that are going to change your team round. And I just found it shocking that that window closed and we hadn't signed anybody of any note right. and had to end up going on a free agents list. And looking at the way Allardyce set up last season, so he had Defoe playing in front
1: by himself and he was getting a chance, he was scoring goals. Now he had Barini and he had Kasri buzzing around him. Now we don't have either, either of those players on the side. There's question marks naturally over over Kasri's fitness from some, but at the moment that Barini injury is killing us. and also, he let Len score. So, and some Jan- of this is done. Hasn't he's done created some either. of this himself. Let's be honest.
3: But the, the options aren't great, are they? Really, you know, if Yannassai has a bad game, who do you drop him for? Kasri who came on in the last two games and gave the ball away just as much as anybody else, or Watmore, who was not a winger. You know, those are our options now.
4: I think the Casri the, the thing's is interesting and again. Somebody, you know, they don't like telling you everything, but he played so towards the end of last season. I'm not saying he, you know. He did brilliantly all the way through since Charlie. But generally, he did make a, an impact in the team. I thought particularly the Everton, the and right, Chelsea the games. Right areas, yeah. The Everton, and Chelsea games which like particularly important at the end of the season. He, you know, he, he did really well. And then all of a sudden, for whatever reason, he's allegedly come back overweight and you know all in sundry, having a bit of a pop him, but maybe he's in a situation now where his confidence has gone a little bit. Yeah. Even if he so. come back a few pounds overweight in the summer, he'll have got rid of it by now. And he is a, he's, he's he's a stocky he's, he's a stocky lad. Um, I just find it disheartening how a player who everybody sort of really rated, one of the sort of three special kids, as they were getting called, is suddenly so much out of favour. And I think Lens as well, although he had one of those faces where <sighs> he just looked totally hacked off 99% of the time. The fact is, he's a Dutch international who's playing the World Cup semi-final. He comes to Sunderland and loses all his form and people haven't, you know...
1: As with Jagarini, of got,
4: course. Yeah, so, so you've got to... You've got to and you, you can go back to people like Lillian Lizanz under, under Peter Reid and Helmer and Ericsson and all these people who came with Pedigree to Sunderland and then they just don't do it. So I think you've maybe got to turn the argument around and say, why do they come and do so badly? You've
2: got to think it's, it's, it's management not getting, getting the yeah. best out of them and it's, yeah. it's going back to we've played five games without having... Anything resembling mm-hmm. an identity at mm-hmm. all, like, and it's it's that yeah. same cycle. It's yeah. it's it's repeating itself. I mean, in
4: amongst all this as well, because I know it's a, it's a cliche, but like it's supposed to be an entertainment business. And I mean, personally, I've just been bored stiff at what I've seen so far this season. There's been the odd glimpse now and again, second half fight back against Middlesbrough, Man City after we equalised, etc. But a lot of the time, I just watch us sit back, invite teams onto us, and you know, because of this lack of strength up front, in particular. You just don't feel in your heart of so hearts that you're going to win many matches.
2: Yeah, you just want to see them be functional, don't you? Yeah. So if, if they're being defensive, that's mm-hmm. fine, but they, they don't even look like they do that properly and have a counter attacking idea at mm-hmm. the minute.
1: True. So, how much is this Barini injury going to kill us then? And, and should. You can see a hind, hindsight's a good thing, but we, going into the last couple of days of the transfer window, they, they must have been really confident of landing a centre forward if they were gonna let Lentz go on loan. Well because that was when the news about Brainy's injury came in yeah. as well I
3: think it was Naismith, wasn't it really he would have played that role on the left. Mm.
1: They got a um, the from little bit of like Tom says you know you don't have to be an expert to say logic would suggest let Lentz travel over there and say you're not actually signed on the dot until we
4: bring somebody in mm-hmm. and then you can leave.
0: That
1: yeah. might sound. Yeah. Yeah. I know it's complicated so, and it's, yeah. it's not going to be as so,
4: simplistic as that, but so, surely. Some footballers need neither, you know, rightly or wrongly, the ego is massaged and it, 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 probably people like Lenz and maybe Kasri and Jacquarini a little bit in the past are, are those type of players. And I don't know whether um, Moyes seems a little bit unhappy with life generally at the moment and he's had a little <laughs> bit of a pop place and I don't think it, it helps. Can we blame our form it, on his midlife life can... crisis? Do you reckon that's what's happening? Well, you, so you he we
1: bought himself a Ferrari. Or yeah, Hi, yeah, you David's do, but
4: right? yeah, if he, if he turns <laughs> up with training in a red Ferrari, brilliant. You know, who cares if it's <laughs> going to make him a happier bloke? Um, I mean, you knew, you knew what you were getting with David Moyes. He, he, that's his character, and it, it's fair enough, but I think there's, there's some things that just shouldn't be said in the public arena because it affects, it will definitely affect the players, whether they'll admit it or not, and it also affects the fans' morale. You know, you just don't need it. You need a bit of. Reverse psychology, really. Not well, saying everything's hunky-dory. There might have been
1: there. elements of that after the game because there was a little bit of me was thinking, well, possibly he's damned if he does, and he, you know, he's damned if he doesn't. Here because after the game, he came out and said we, we defended well and there was encouraging signs and we mm-hmm. created the best chance. Yeah. And he kind of got ridiculed for being. For not being on this planet and being Mm. deluded. So, yeah, that that was good. He didn't come out, did he, and say, you know, we were awful
4: and if it wasn't for Pickford, we would have lost 10 0. That was good, but he also had made made a subsequent comment as well that he thought, like, insinuating that we can't really compete with Spurs on on an equal equal footing. Again, he may think it, but don't say it, because it was only 1 0 at the end of the day. So, you know, move on and let's see what we can do against Palace. I mean, Palace on Saturday is just. It, it's just massive already ridiculous it
1: They're almost insane. feels as well like it's the opposite of, of what Allardyce you, you get the impression that Allardyce made the f- players feel 10 foot tall as they yeah. are going out on the field mm. don't you and this is kind of the
2: opposite mm. of that you look at the the Everton game and like when Patrick Van Arnold runs over and like jumps mm. in Allardyce's arms and then there's Patrick Van Arnold mm. yesterday baffled at why he's not playing like which th- there might be genuine reasons been, has there been behind. any more
1: on that today because I haven't had the chance to check it. concussion apparently yeah. was
3: being reported it was, it was in the Daily Star apparently uh, there was mentioned on, on um,
2: mentioned it on football weekly I was listening to that on the way here mm. they said that it was apparently to do with concussion from mm. the Everton game yeah I've
3: re- I've read into it as well. Um, apparently the FA guidelines are that you give a player six days to recover from concussion right now <clears throat> obviously the severity of a concussion totally depends on the impact how many times it happened the swelling around the brain and things. Six days just doesn't seem like a, no. a huge amount of time to recover from a brain issue. Which is fair um, enough,
2: but why let it get right up to the... There's definitely that's a joke like, in well, there about yeah. Patrick van Arnold's been having brain issues <laughs> for a lot of his career. Well, I mean, yeah. I
3: mean, <laughs> there was another one at the weekend, wasn't there, where Martial, he had a concussion and was allowed to play on, and he made a mistake which led to a goal. I think it was this weekend. Anyways, right. there's, a, there's a more rounded issue about concussion in football, but generally speaking, um, it does seem a bit odd... 10 minutes before kick-off. I think the strange yeah. thing as
4: well was the way that another player told him that told him that he was yeah. injured instead of like Bracewell or Stockdale or somebody maybe yeah. coming on and, and <laughs> just having a quiet word and just going off. And then you know, like
2: Moy seemed to be like really evasive on the issue in the yeah. post-match yeah. press conference and uh-huh. it's coming back this thing he's like weirdly like aggressive over things that don't yeah. all are like nitpicky and like evasive exactly the yeah. one that
4: you know that can stop the conspiracy theorist by just coming out and telling us what it was yeah. what was it feet all
2: feeds into this thing of like there doesn't seem to be a plan at all mm-hmm. and like what is yeah. going on yeah and so, not not that we have to know every little thing that's going no, on no. we don't expect to know that but you expect to be able to see the manager not like not like floundering but yeah. Looking sort of like a bit stronger. And do, you, no. do
3: you not? Do you not think they were trumped by the fact that Sky cameras picked them up? Yeah, receiving maybe. the news. You know what I mean? Yeah. It may, it's happened. It's happened in the past plenty of times where players yeah. have been pulled in the warm-up. Yeah, <coughs> you know a I
4: mean? eleven. Yeah, was one, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, Revi- the, the fullback, yeah, Reviere, Reviere. Well, you get the, you, people. Obviously, you can like you know get you get people like lip reading what, what's being said. Now that's why you see a lot of managers and coaches on the sideline or if they're walking off the pitch or whatever, putting the hands over their mouths mm. so that people can't you know tell what they said.
3: I'm sure we'll find out in time it'll come out in the wash but um, it didn't help us at all because it meant switching our right-back to left-back bringing on a centre-half in a position where you just knew he was going to get tortured by half-time there should have been something done really because he spent 45 minutes getting turned inside out
2: Yeah, and, you, you, feel, you, know, you feel for denier a bit it's yeah, not, yeah, I wouldn't judge him on it Was
3: McNair on the bench as well? Uh, yes yes he, But he came he he on, on, on at the end yeah, And went yeah. up front
1: and he Came oh. on at the end To I defend the 1-0 deficit <laughs> I lost interest by then um, What does it say he, he, about Love he, as well You know yeah, that but he These are both McNair's played full-back For Man United He started yeah. when he broke Into the team He started mm-hmm. playing fullback. I know yeah. he primarily At the moment He plays as centre midfielder mm-hmm. of midfielder And centre half You would suggest mm-hmm. Would be
4: second position But he has played yeah. fullback before but, all... but we bought a right back From Man United And already Presumably he's deemed As not good enough to play
3: It all feeds into this thing As well doesn't it That Moyes just doesn't know his best team because even with a right back on the bench two right backs you could argue he put a centre half in Denayer. but that mm-hmm. comes back right to the Kasri
1: thing again for me when, and Tom said even if he wasn't fit at the start of the season you try and keep as much as the side to finish the season together as possible mm-hmm. and I yeah. think it's interesting looking at Sam Allardyce with his first England selection it's going to be fascinating to see how he goes forward because I'm still convinced he'll bring He'll bring in players from the left field, and he'll drop some of the players Mm. that we all expect to start. I think it's quite logical that he kept that team together because he's got you've got to treat it as a starting eleven. So he's took that team that failed in the Euros and said, Mm. "Well, this is the team I have. I can't just Mm. throw any any old players together. Start with that." Mm. then you start moving away from it. If you think, OK, I can improve his side by yeah. doing this or by doing well, that. Because he relied, didn't he, on... Yanezai was a marquee signing in in, in one sense, with, with, certainly with the reputation he's got I know he was on your loan signing. But then he went with Gucci as well. So it, mm. you're going with people who were inexperienced or certainly haven't played together before.
3: He, he does this thing, though, doesn't he, where he, he's he got his favourites, he always has had, every club he's ever ever managed, really. Um, and Yanezai hasn't... You know, lit up the world since he came here. But he's played every game. Shrewsbury was really poor, but he scored a great goal. Which, to some degree, you can say you have to pick players like that sometimes because they'll be they'll be frustrating for ninety percent of the game, but they might create a chance for you, like he did. That's Casri again. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. But for me, there's obviously something else going on with Casri because he can't get in the side when we need him. Mm. Even even when we were desperate for some creativity yesterday it took 20 minutes
4: to put him on the pitch Mm. he also made a comment in his press conference on friday
0: i'm sandra and i'm just the professional your small business was looking for but you didn't hire me because you didn't use linkedin jobs linkedin has professionals you can't find anywhere else including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role like me in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't visit other leading job sites
4: The casualty needs to keep the ball better again, it's a comment. Keep it to yourself. Tell the player privately, but don't don't come out and almost belittle him. And you know?
3: And to d- he's right, but it's hard listening to that and then seeing the how much Yannizai gives the ball yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. Lose y- his favourite. Y- Yannizai's you know? pass completion was and like thirty absolute percent shotting. yesterday. Oh, like yeah.
2: so but Yanazei, as soon as that you'll serve that suspension against QPR, won't he? He's been
3: quite lucky in that. Sense, so he'll
2: yeah. it, be straight back in the side, and probably <clears> rightly so, because, <throat> like you say, he is capable of just doing like being anonymous and bursting into the game again. But don't say that about Kazri, who also does actually give you a bit of work rate, because we saw how well he helped out um, mm-hmm. Van, him and Van Aanholt built a brilliant relationship last yeah. season, and he gives you the set pieces, which Yanazei doesn't this is really. Se-
1: this is what I'm saying. We we'll st- we'll finish the season with. Team cohesion and understanding and partnerships. Mm-hmm. I, I, think, s- I struggle yeah. to understand why you would break that. I well, think when, when, it was only when, about when, four when, players. Was on Saturday? Kirchhoff's injured last for start, and Katamal's injured. Mm-hmm. You try and keep the rest of that side together as much as possible.
3: Well, the, the, the key components last year were Kirchhoff, Kasri, Cornier. Cornier hasn't been so bad. I think he suffered from having an indifferent yeah. partner. He wasn't. He really. wasn't. He wasn't that bad yesterday. But still, since Moyes came, there was a lot of Uncertainty about his position at the club. Obviously he's staying now. Kasri can't get in the team. Kirchhoff, the last two games he's played, he's been pretty poor in my eyes. And there's something not right. Like Mo- say, Moise's why would you break up that a good thing?
4: Moise has commented on Kirchhoff as well. He yeah. said he doesn't play he hasn't played many ninety minute games. So there's a little indirect dig. It's a true comment, but
3: does he need to say it? He That's doesn't, yeah, it. Just doesn't we know need to that, say it. Yeah.
4: and I think the other, you know, the the, the three Ks. Yeah, they were. I, I think MV as well. I know it's you know a, a, a sort of hot topic, mm. but um, and it's easy for me to spend other people's money. But I think we should have bit the bullet and signed them um, if they wanted six or seven million pound for him. I know it's only six months away, but by January we could be cut adrift the way we are at the moment. And I think MV, uh, although he did go through a bit of a. A, a quiet patch I think at times he he dragged us through when we were really on the bottom last season and he has got pedigree and he was actually saying come and get me I want to play for you mm-hmm. and it's not often a, a player with that sort of ability would want to come on a long term basis They're hoping
3: on to that and Dong does that job To be fair just I thought good, I was, you know, that,
2: that's a straw I'm clutching on to yesterday and Dong Looks all right. He, yeah. he he tackled well. His passing was good. Yeah. He was pressing quite high up as mm-hmm. well, like Mv yeah. actually did towards the end yeah. of last season. He and tried quite
3: defensively as well, didn't yeah,
2: he? Yeah, yeah, he, he was. He looked like maybe when you when you can get on the front foot front foot a bit. Hopefully against a team like Crystal Palace, he'll be able to have a bit more of an impact because mm-hmm. he. he his, past, his comp- past completion around about Yanis his was 92% you look at someone mm-hmm. like Idrissa Gear, who Gav I know you're a massive fan of mm-hmm. he was brilliant for Everton and similar sort of thing winning the ball well moving it on well rarely giving it away and if you're doing that against a team like Tottenham in a game where we were terrible on the ball and yeah. giving away a lot mm-hmm. that shows you that you've got that it's basic confidence really and it's, a mi- it's minor really but it's something that we we're desperately yeah, lacking it's, it's a big thing as well. we,
1: we always speak about the, the midfield three the midfield centre midfield has been very important a very important cog on and the machine mm-hmm. and, uh, and as Tom said and Villa's not there Katamol it's his first game of the season historically he takes a few games to, to get up to speed of things as well Kirchhoff rolled, he? Kirchhoff you know I know you said he have not been in press for for 20 minutes against Everton I thought he was brilliant and then uh, clearly faded mm-hmm. through fitness not so sure about Sunday so we are trying. You know, we have got new players playing together. Katamall not fit, mm. Kirchhoff not fit, and now and Dong. So that is a positive going forward, surely. That's
2: that's a decent midfield mm. three in theory. That should work. Mm. But when Kirchhoff gets a little bit more fitness, when catamol does, I know we can't really afford that time. That's it. But you'd you'd hope for the Palace and West Brom. Well, games. what
1: about before Palace? Because this is a tricky one, isn't it? When you look at you're trying to get Catamall up to speed, Kirchhoff up to speed, or do you look at it? the opposite thing, saying I'm not going to risk them getting. Injured.
3: You play your strongest team for yeah. me. We haven't won. A, we haven't won a league game yet. I mean, yeah,
1: we just we need know, a win. Get morale up, don't we? Basically, I would. I would take Kirchhoff t- play midweek and then I two think, weekend. I think, he has, I think he, he has to. I think he needs to play. To
4: yeah. You know, to get his to get his fitness up and to see whether he can he, he can tolerate playing two games a week. Because you know, if he were ever to be any good, that's what he's going to need to do. And he's a professional footballer getting paid a lot of money. And I think Moyes will be looking at this mind. I think if Kirchhoff can't start completing games and, and having the type of influence he did towards the end of last season he'll get ditched well it's I think it's it speaks volumes he hasn't been offered a contract
2: yet does mm-hmm. it? I think, yeah I think the witness is he. Yeah. oh yeah, yeah. Mm. He, well if, if, if he had that fitness he's, he's not playing for us is Pro- he? Yeah. problem he's, is he's,
3: though he... problem is though if he if we say right we're going to wait until say January for you to see if we're going to give you a new contract and he has, he has a good couple of months he might reconsider what he wants to yeah. do with himself and that could leave us in, in the lurch in January again. I know it's looking ahead a bit. Yeah, but yeah. he was that important to us last year that I just felt, give him whatever he wants. We didn't do it for whatever reason, clearly for his fitness.
2: But At the same time, though, you'd you probably only be giving, looking to give him another year, two years tops because of that mm-hmm. fitness issue. But yeah. it's just it would be more to protect your asset more than anything because if he does prove his fitness, he'll go to a better club than us because you'd think... A player like him doesn't leave Bayern Munich for a low fee unless it's in in modern day football. If, unless it's to a bit of a stepping stone, so he can go look. Here's what I can do. I can stay fit and then get a bigger move that, elsewhere, which is fine. A, yeah. Like other clubs have done that quite successfully. That,
3: that's a bigger a bigger picture with something really though. We don't sell enough players, really. To, mm. to, to turn a big yeah, enough profit yeah. they're not to good keep enough. regenerating do you know what I mean when was the last time we did it it was New, hard, Newcastle you know.
4: got relegated and then they got £70 million for Townsend All right. uh, which allowed them to build
3: a very good championship squad in my mm. eyes do you know what I mean but, but looking at ourselves if we start buying players who we know we're going to in two or three years make profit on then it, it's part of the bigger picture, isn't it? Really, how many players did we release this summer and yeah, well, made a loss on? Well, and and, and I Moyes
1: mean, is made noises he's going to do that because he, he keeps yeah. bringing in the ages of when he signs McNair and he signs Love mm. and he signs and Dong. He likes to point out um, that they're all they're all young players and you yeah. give them time. Whether you're yeah. going to afford to let your tr- club record transfer half time is is another issue with you Sunderland. And Dong's going to play midweek, isn't he? Uh, I think that goes without saying against QPR. Yeah, you would think so. Or would, would anybody? So. Would anybody else? Look at the other viewpoint, and then maybe start giving people like McNair a game mm. to try and let them yeah. get up speed. Not,
3: not for me. I think, I think, we need a win just yeah. to give us something for the weekend. But yeah. I mean,
1: it's a sorry state of affairs if you think you couldn't play the likes of McNair and and at risk you beating a possible reserve QPR team. Maybe well, not
2: someone like McNair, but I'd be I'd rest Defoe just because we can't afford Defoe to get injured and I think someone like Wat, what, yeah, I think win. someone like Watmore or Soro up front is probably going to be Or if he's fit. Yeah or maybe yeah. Put, put him I'm in on and see what his fitness level is like But one of those three strikers is, is going to be enough to cause QBR problems anyway so like I don't think, think so. you're going to lose too much you like to
3: think so have against Newcastle yeah. You'd, yeah you'd like to think so Problem obviously in that <laughs> Problem we've got is our other forward options aren't great mm. but you've got to give somebody like Watmore a chance up front he yeah. keeps coming Bringing him on On the wing Because yeah. his pace catch up the pitch he quickly, to, But he's a, yeah. a strike guy Do you know what I mean well, We
1: need an alternative To the four, So mm-hmm. he's going to have to I think that is one we could all understanding he, he needs to put a new striker do in. It. What yeah. more player last game of the season Watford remember Scored two goals Do we, we not, he? Do we not he have an two? AFL Wrongly though
3: Do we not yeah. have an AFL Trophy game coming up Is it this week Or next week I'm not sure if it's this week, but if it is this week, it might impact the players he does use. I yeah, think true.
1: Kirchhoff, half a game for me, I would say. Mm-hmm. Because I would. I know what you're saying, the only way he's going to get fit, but I think it's a big game Saturday. I think half a game, well, which is when yeah. he's starting to fade it anyway. Yeah. It's not another much. Ha- yeah, another half a game, then maybe McNair come yeah. in, all again needs to start. Start to start, start
4: with a strong team, though. Well, don't put your strong players on the bench thinking, no, oh, if we're getting beat, I'll bring them on. Do it the other way around. Yeah, agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but even so, Catamall
2: and Dong, McNair as a midfield three. I think I'll be it'll be all right the same I
1: think it'll be the same three, but I I think Kirchhoff might come off half time McNair. McNair needs to a game he needs to he needs to play. I know he's young, but we paid five and a half million quid for him. Mm-hmm. He plays Every game for Northern Ireland who let's not forget punch up of their way at international <laughs> level and he's mm-hmm. a big part of that because he mm-hmm. plays in, in midfield. They went and got a draw at the Czech Republic last week. He was a part of that, so he's a capable player, mm-hmm. but he, he needs to play mm-hmm. And if we can't play him in the Premier League, this is a game where you look to see him
3: play, right? well I wonder how much um, how much of a, an impact it's had taking him out of the firing line because he played a few games where he was clearly you know up to his knees up to his neck even up to his <laughs> knees up to his neck the he, um, he was only <laughs> up to his knees <laughs> well he might be up his knees he didn't move very fast um, <laughs> but he he was he was struggling brought out the team I wonder how he would do in a, it's, pre, it's non-pressure really isn't it it's QPR it's in the cup they could probably I mean, do it
1: in away it in a way, in a way game as well, yeah,
3: yeah. yeah away from the stadium like, because I don't think he's a He's, he did very well at station against Borodin, no. so even against Shrewsbury, I thought he was poor. Um, but it's it's a bed and in period, isn't it? It's the same as with any player. It's even worse when you're young. Um, you have to you have to be given time to get used to what you the, the situation that you're in. I know, and he, he was thrust in at Manchester United, but he still had a lot of good players around him. Yeah, yeah. at Sunderland, he doesn't.
4: But, yeah, it's hard, it's hard yeah. for a lot of these young players who are coming in from you know from other clubs when we're struggling. We just never seem to have you know in this mythical mid table mediocrity so that players could come in and feel comfortable and not be under like such great pressure all the time.
2: It's the same sort of thing with Januzaj, though, isn't it? Like he mm. suffers from not having those good players around him yeah. that can yeah. a team like Spurs can just double up on him. Yeah. Push him a bit for like if he's getting the ball deep there's nothing like, he can really do he was, is. He that?
3: was just frustrated the, yesterday for me I thought he I thought the red card in the end was a was a pure act of frustration. It was a bit cowardly though after yeah, he called a few it was challenges it was earlier on. But he, I mean it just wasn't his day yesterday, and it and it was, you know, capped off with a pretty poor red card, mm, which, yeah. you know, might have might see a, a decent player spend a spell on the sidelines. You know what I mean? Mm. That that's how bad the tackle yeah. was. So, Yannasai, with him missing tomorrow night, was it now tomorrow night or Wednesday night? Wednesday? With him missing the game midweek, um, it gives Kasri a chance for me to prove that he can play at the weekend. You know, get get Casper?
1: That that right? If Casper doesn't start, that says. Yeah, that says, it says a lot. Yeah. But, it says more than a lot, doesn't it? But, yeah.
3: but if he starts midweek, plays really well, it's a chance for him to get in the side of the weekend. It's not as if we're creating loads of chances and scoring goals. You know what I mean? If he has a good game midweek, does enough to impress more he might play. You never know. If you can't,
2: if you can't get in a front three where it's probably going to be Watmore or Soro as a striker, gooch mm. out wide as well. Mm. If he's not getting in that as well, like you say, Stephen, there's, there's something really wrong there. Mm. You would have thought you'd
3: been sold though, if if it was that bad, the wouldn't might Trouble. Surely somebody would have came in for him if we didn't want him. Do you know what I mean?
2: Might have been the fact that we couldn't get anyone else in because that would have been him and Lenz mm-hmm. with, and that Barini injured. injured. Like That's mm-hmm. pretty unthinkable. It
1: goes without saying, you know, we, we need a win, don't we? And I know people say it's only a cup game, but we know how big it is just for just for confidence. Well, and,
2: you, yeah. you get that win, you're one, way, one yeah. win away from the quarterfinals, aren't you? And yeah. then you start thinking... Of Wembley again. It's it's all momentum, isn't it? It's what yeah. arguably kept us up a couple of seasons. And if ago. you lose,
4: the current mood just becomes worse and puts even more pressure on for Saturday. Yeah.
2: Has anybody started thinking about Saturday yet?
3: Not really, because I think I think Wednesday is actually yeah. more important than people.
1: It's it's good. It feels good that we've got a game coming up so quickly. against it?
3: Championship opposition. Yeah. It's it's although winning could be huge. There's not a lot of pressure on the result, really. It's a it's a league cup game. They tend to be forgotten about pretty quickly, yeah. especially the early rounds if you don't do well in it. But for us, um, like I say, picking a strong side, going out, winning convincingly, could be just as crucial as you know getting important players back fit and get you know what I mean, scoring goals. It's just as important because um, Palace have just had a really good result. Uh, to be known, Alan Pardew, he'd probably turn up here yeah, up height. He's going to walk it. That's I'm just what the coach like isn't he? Do you know what I mean? And I, for me, although Palace have a lot of strong players up front, particularly they've got Ben Tech here, they've got Townsend yeah. scored at the weekend, um, they're not unbeatable. If we can go into that game with a bit of confidence, it gives us a lot of hope.
1: The very lopsided Palace, very good front yeah. line, no, not so good in other areas of the field. Anybody so else got any, anything line, to say going forward? Tom, does this team look happy to you on that pitch?
4: Um. Do not really. I don't. I, I don't agree that any of them are not trying. But I think part of the problem is the players will probably be as frustrated in their way as as we are. You know what we've already said a few times now that we keep playing different systems, different personnel. I think the whole thing just needs to like settle down a bit, and they, you know they all need to know what they're doing. Continuity. But I think the 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 biggest thing that they've got to sort out is what's happening in the last third of the pitch because we don't occupy opposition back fours because you've got one five foot six five mm. foot seven um, striker who plays down the middle all the time who's beginning to look frustrated himself and we just need to do something to counteract that because all it's going to happen the ball just keeps coming back all the time and you've seen it in nearly every game we've played so far so I think that's that would be from a, a sort of coaching aspect I think that's the that's definitely the priority to, to do something you know even if you play the as a single striker, they get support up him a lot quicker.
2: Need to start getting support through the middle term yeah. as well, and that's what you saw in Dong trying yeah. to do a bit on yeah. Sunday as well. We Sometimes I mean, you know there's yeah.
4: never there's yeah. never yeah. anybody within yards of him. Yeah. And you and have just, Barini
2: just, as well cutting inside, so yeah. it's, it's it's getting. I
4: mean, cut. there's Palace on Saturday. Ironically, you know there's Connor Wickham. is um, probably out the picture a bit now because they've got Remy and, and, and Ben Tecker. Remy's he's had to go back, hasn't he? Injured? Has um, he? He's gone yeah. back injured. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't yeah. aware of that. But the, you know, obviously they tried, and they? they've got Remy. They've they've got ben Techie. I mean, I think they've overpaid for Benteke in some ways. But so far, he's done well for them. So you just got to, You can only judge what you've seen so far. Mm-hmm.
3: If, if the goals he scores keeps him out of the relegation zone mm-hmm. then he's probably worth. Ten it, goals. It? He's worth his transfer that, Well, that's what Defoe was to us last year. That's yeah. a, that. Is a bigger picture, really, to me, um, you you we've seen now when teams take to out the game. We have very little else yeah. to offer.
1: Which is starting to do more and more now as mm-hmm. well. Yeah, that. Graham Anderson yeah. pointed that out on the show last week that it's becoming a clear tactic. It sounds so simple and obvious, doesn't mm. it?
2: But because of that thing, we we go back to that of that there isn't Barini to worry about anymore. There isn't Kazri or an informed yeah. Kazri at least. Like who else have they got? Yanazai, who they know that can push deep, Pinar, who the know's not really gonna do much running, so although they didn't pick up a late run yesterday, Spurs you can kind of nullifies attack and threat, and then what's your other one? Probably Van Arnold, who's got a concussion and doesn't even know that he's getting taken out the side. Just <laughs> yeah. makes it look, doesn't it, like a mess? Yeah, like,
3: and obviously we've seen what happens when you start Up more in games. He has very little effect yeah. on the team. He came on yesterday, funnily enough, and I thought he created a decent chance, which Defoe maybe could have done better wasn't, with. It wasn't the worst no, ball, it was a was decent it? ball across right. to face a goal. You usually would have sniffed that out. It was maybe a bit late. But, I mean, generally speaking, our attacking options aren't great. Um, but getting people up next to Defoe is the big one. If we can do that, he will score goals. You need support, though. Usually you find when Defoe scores goals, it's because the opposition defenders aren't picking them up because they're occupied elsewhere. Maybe that's when Anicibi comes in. Or we'll maybe go two up front. You don't know. But for me, it's it's difficult, isn't it? It's difficult to say because Palace, Palace are a pretty suspect at the back you would like to think we're going to have a bit more Very of a go at them. But uh, whether we do or not, another thing, because from what we've seen so far from Moyes, he doesn't, well, we haven't seen anything to suggest that we're going to play attacking football. We could well just sit back again and, and hope to hit them uh, on that, the break. That,
1: that, that's you know? fine if you do it well. but yeah, you've got, The thing is, I mean, we don't want to speak about Palace too much on, on, on this show. I think you're playing at Palace's hands if you go, go and attack them too much anyway. So it's, yeah. it's not the best, it's not the worst tactic in the world to do that. We'll be back on Thursday with um, Into the Light. Um, see if Michael Proctor can put a spin on that, <laughs> which I'm no doubt I'm no doubt he will. He'll be buzzing to To be pick, fair, he'll
2: start the show trying to put a positive Pickford spin on it. Pickford played well. really well, so Proctor's going to be like, oh, he'll be over the chuffed, moon. Yeah, he will be. It's all What's he'll be thinking about. Not that what, 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 he conceded one, I didn't notice. That's what he's going to say.
3: <laughs> you can't see that kick from Pickford that let like, the DeForce's chance. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean?
2: He, he has got that in his locker, you know what I mean? But if even the no had gone out of that corner. That's like missing a white whiteout lane, wouldn't it?
3: <laughs> well, the, the thing is with Pickford as well, he's. He's, uh, he got he got a bit praise from Lorisa So yeah, uh, Loris was questioned after the game, and all he wanted to talk about was Jordan Pickford. He made a point saying we should be talking about this lad. He's twenty one year old and he had a great game well, he's and got, he was buying the match year last year as well he's got
1: a you know. he's got a summer of 2017 move to Man City or Liverpool written mm. all over yeah. the Arsenal he'll go
2: to Arsenal because Czech, Czech's probably only got next season left in him mm. so he'll go there probably be number two play the Champions League Stop games maybe <laughs> <Navy> or something <laughs> so once and then honestly <laughs> pe- and then Czech will retire and pick will <laughs> be the well, Arsenal number one once Guadiola has made it fashionable
3: for yeah, exactly. keepers to be able to play uh, out from yes, the back that's everybody will want to keep a like that. that's why Guardiola will he might say
4: I'm and I'm staying I'm not going and I want to see his club build Build, build around me like Jordan Henderson did, and all, that, right?
1: <laughs> in, in all those. Mont- of and yeah, yeah, yeah. Chopra. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, well, head over to um, Rogue Report as well to listen to the answers for the question of the week. Yes. we're going to stay back and do that now, but for
2: now. We've got a Manchester live show as well. We have. Do you know that? Go on then. I'll let you, uh, the you're, you're, you're Gareth, so you should have automatically just. <laughs> come Gareth, uh, do your
3: best Gareth impression. Uh,
2: Watch. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything because my <laughs> guess, he'll uh, beat us up. He'll come round and beat us up. He knows where <laughs> I live. Um, so we are doing a live show in Manchester on the 12th of November, the King's Arms Ale House. Tickets are on sale through well the ear well through well the done. ALS shop. Um, and the £10, I yep. think, £10 ALS shop, go and buy some. Because... Have a look at our
1: website, the details are on there. It's open. Yeah,
2: exactly. All that stuff. Gary Bennett and Nick Barnes are coming.
1: Great, thanks for listening.